Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, face the climb podcast listeners. Welcome back to episode behind the training week 10. And I do want to note there will be no week 11. I also somehow screwed up the weeks before this trip. I don't know if I was counting the trip. I don't really know how this happened truthfully, but we are at week 10. (laughs) We have just finished week 10. I will not be doing a week 11 because I won't have time to before the trip, but I'll kind of talk about what I will be doing for week 11 this week leading up to the trip. Let's just say week 10 overall, it was great. It was, well, there was a high and there's a low, but overall it was good in the fact that on Sunday, you know, I kind of mentioned the thumb injury thingy feels actually so much better. I don't know what happened. I will say it is very crickety crackety. <laughs> um, there's lots of cracks happening, but I'm able to like pinch things now. I'm able to squeeze. I am still going to be hesitant at the trip when it comes to clipping. I actually was in the gym while I was, had some downtime working and I was like practicing clipping without my thumb. If you are a sport climber and you want to test yourself, Try clipping without your thumb. It's fucking difficult. But I did find two ways just in case. And I did use, just because on Sunday, I did my rope doubles. I did my endurance. And let me just tell you, fuck, I finally saw what I've been looking for. I have finally saw what I have (laughs) been needed to see. And that really comes down to the whole idea of you need to be training for a certain amount of time to see adaptations. Now, usually endurance does come quicker than strength. However, due to my autoimmune disease and also the fact that I was playing it conservative, you know, I wasn't doing training sessions four times a week or three times a week and not every session was an endurance session. It took longer for me to see the results of endurance. And I do want to talk about that, just a a quick note talk about that because, you know, a lot of climbing coaches you'll read on the climbing blogs, climbing podcasts, you can build up endurance very quickly. Well, first, if you've never trained endurance there is, it's going to take longer. I have never specifically trained rope endurance like this before, so it's going to take longer. So it took longer than if I had already trained this rope endurance. A lot of last year was building up my climbing capacity in general, and it was a lot of more so bouldering. And I was super thankful that I had that foundation going into that. That definitely helped this. But because I had never trained rope endurance before, It definitely took me longer. It took me 
10 weeks to finally see the fucking results that I've been looking for, to actually feel and experience the improvement in my endurance. So let's just talk about the session. I ended up doing rope triples on a 10 minus overhang where when I started this, I could only do a five nine on the same wall for rope doubles. And I felt super pumped. I did rope triples on a five ten minus and I barely felt pumped. I then did a another five ten minus on an overhang wall. And this is at CRG and did rope doubles and kind of felt pumped and nothing serious. And also I do want to mention, I was climbing with like my fucking bum thumb <laughs> as well. And then I did, fuck, I did another thing. I did a 10 plus on the long overhang part and then hopped on a 5.8 because there was no, there wasn't a way that I was going to able be able to do it again, but it wasn't pumpy. I didn't feel pumped when I ran up that 5.10 plus, which that 5.10 plus I did do a couple weeks back and oh man, it was fucking hell. It was absolute hell. And then I did another round of rope doubles and then I hopped on a 5.11 plus and I didn't feel pumped. I just screwed up the beta, honestly. So, and it was like on the roof part of this archway. So yeah, it took me 10 weeks to finally see and experience what I've been looking for. So that really helped me feel better about going into this trip. But I do want to talk about that just because climbers, you know, have, and just in general, it can get frustrating when you don't see results quickly. There are those improvements that you'll see right away if you've never trained before because they're more neural adaptations, which happen quicker, versus the muscular, the tissue changes. The physical adaptations take longer. And to experience those and see those, it will take longer and will take consistency over time. So I'm super psyched about that. And... I just feel really good about it. I feel really good and I'm super psyched as well that my thumb is feeling a lot better. I will say I taped it up on that endurance day and it was very sore, but I was also clipping with it. I couldn't, I didn't figure out a way to clip without it yet, but now I do have backup plans of clipping without it. And then I did go to Westrock on Wednesday and didn't feel pumped, but it was a low point for me because I hopped on Tree of Life, which I've sent in the past, it was about two years ago, maybe three years ago. It was like after like fall of 2020, I guess you could say, uh, after the pandemic era. And I sent it and it felt really good and I could barely fucking climb it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was also the first West Rock day of the season. West Rock is a very particular climbing style, but there is one move that I specifically couldn't do. And I just could not wrap my head around why I couldn't do it. And I got really frustrated with myself. I was like, you fucking piece of shit, like on the wall. Like I was so frustrated, so angry. And it was just a real low point. And a lot of it also has to do with the fact, and I'm going to talk about this on Wednesday's episode, climbing, climbing training with autoimmune disease, is I was and felt and was at a different level of physical fitness back then. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that my hypothyroidism kind of went haywire in the fall of 2021 and got resolved medication-wise in like the late winter, early spring 
of 2022, but I was still feeling a lot of the effects and then COVID happened and that also threw my body out of whack again. So it's been a long journey, but I am a different person. I'm also 20 pounds heavier than I was back in 2020. And that's not to say like the weight is a disadvantage. It just means that I have had to train and learn to climb in a larger body, which is totally fine and totally okay because I'm still climbing hard, right? I'm still able to train and do all these things. Yeah, psychologically, there's definitely a little bit psychologically a block there because part of it, I did lose a lot of weight during the COVID time from stress and also I lost muscle mass. So I did gain muscle mass back once I started getting like the gym started opening up again. I started climbing a lot more, got that muscle mass back and which was awesome because I felt super strong. And then when my thyroid went out of whack, I gained another 10 pounds in the matter of two weeks, which obviously is not muscle mass. So there was like that psychological effect because I was doing everything right. But it's not to say that that is putting me at a disadvantage, but it is psychologically difficult. So I understand, you know, when climbers are like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. That's not the answer. It doesn't have to be the answer. And that's not the answer for me here, but it can be psychologically difficult to deal with. And there is that aspect of me hopping on this climb of being like, I sent this. I was 20 pounds lighter. I was different physical everything. So I've had to train these past two years to get that strength back and then maintain that strength of living in a larger body, which is totally fine. I just had to put in more work, but it's also frustrating because I was able to send this climb two years ago. But it's not to say that I can't send it again. I think if I were to climb at West Rock a couple more times, it would come back to me and I would get the moves back because it is very beta intensive as well. And I haven't been really climbing on rock much in terms of sport climbing. So there's that aspect too. There's so many things that were involved with this, but in the moment, man, it was a low point. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. I was so frustrated, so frustrated. Like, oh my God, I was just like, the news going to go horrible. This is bullshit. I can't believe this. Later that day, though, I lifted, which made me feel better. (laughs) I lifted later that day, which made me feel better. And I also just got another lifting session done before recording this podcast. And I'm feeling super strong with the weights. So I'm really stoked about that. So we're back on a high point. My thumb's feeling better. We had that mishap of West Rock, which, you know, you have those days. But I also made the decision because of that and because the trip is becoming closer and closer, obviously, I leave next Saturday. I'm recording this on March 25th. I leave next Saturday on the 1st. I may do one climbing session, but I may not climb at all. And the reason for that is mentally it may be better for me and also better for my body because week 11 was going to kind of be a peak week. I was going to drop the intensity and the volume in general. And after that West Rock, I was kind of like, maybe I'm just not going to climb at all and just do lifting. And especially because I'm feeling good, really good with my lifting right now. I'm feeling strong with that and going to continue to do my yoga, do some mobility work, definitely do my core. I did get in four days of core, y'all. It wasn't long core, but I got my four days of core in, so I'm psyched about that. 
and doing core next week as well. Maybe I'll get a rope day in. Maybe I won't. But it's not going to be the end of the world if I don't. And I think maybe mentally for me, it might be the right choice. Especially because looking back at my past, (laughs) when I've taken times off from climbing completely, I come back fucking stronger. I come back so much stronger. And it's called resting (laughs) and refilling your cup up. And I've just done a lot of training, right? I've just done 10 weeks of training. There was a deload week in there. And I've done 10 weeks of training that I had not done before. I have not done rope endurance before. So my body is feeling it probably. I have not done the BFR training. Oh, I also did not do any BFR training this week just because my thumb, I didn't want to push it. I didn't want to fuck with it. So I didn't do any BFR training. But I hadn't done BFR training since last summer. And I want to say when I was doing my finger rehab and I wasn't necessarily training on the wall at all or climbing, I was just doing the finger rehab and then lifting. After that bout, I came back stronger. So I'm really using my past experiences with taking a full rest period off from actual climbing to really put me at my best performance advantage because, yeah, I want to send pockets of resistance. I want to fucking flash it. Also, weather may be not on our side, really keeping fingers crossed, but I want to flash it. That's what this whole fucking training was about. So I want to put myself at the best advantage, and I know that can be really hard to understand and hard to do as a climber, take a full week off when you love climbing, when it's your thing, and it's going to be hard for me, but I think it's the right decision. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with my guts on it. I'm going to take a full week off. I'm going to still do some lifting, but lower the intensity, lower the volume, and do my core and yoga and mobility work. And go into it just in a really good mental place because I also, I'm nervous as well because I am a very mental climber. I get in my head, obviously, with the West Rock thing. And I was fucking swearing at myself. felt like a piece of shit. I was calling myself a piece of shit. And I don't want to have a session like that before going into the trip because I think that would really put me in a negative mindset going into a trip, going into a performance mode. I want to be in the right mindset. I want to be clear. I want to be clear-headed. I want to be excited. I want to feel ready. So I am going to take week 11 off from climbing. Yeah, that's a thing, y'all. It's okay to do that. It's okay to do that. (laughs) It's okay to do that. I want to reiterate, sometimes it's even better for you to do that. And just kind of re-wrapping back to that endurance day, you know, it took 10 weeks for me to finally see it, to finally experience it. So... Just a reminder, when you are training, stick through it. Keep going and be consistent with it. You know, I've talked a lot about on this podcast, on these episodes of the low points of getting super frustrated and disappointed and nervous that it's not working and everything. When it is, it is, you just, you got to trust the process. Here I am a fucking coach. I tell my climbers this all the time and I still go through it, right? Right? I still go through it. It's a mental and emotional roller coaster that you are going to experience as well. It's not always going to be fucking rainbows and butterflies. There's going to be thunderstorms and rain clouds, okay? (laughs) So realize that you're not alone, but you got to stick with it. You got to trust the process and you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent and make sure that you're doing a program that you are actually going to do, right? 
I have a friend that loves arcing. Would I have done it if I did arcing? Fuck no. I fucking hate arcing. I fucking hate it. Absolutely hate it. So yeah, I wasn't going to do arcing. Okay. Uh, just, just things to consider, things to consider. And I do want to say I will be doing a New River Gorge trip recap in April. It will not be the Wednesday when I get back because that's going to be a different episode and interview. It will most likely be the week after will be that Wednesday. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Thank you all for supporting me in this way. I hope that you have learned, you know, what it's like to train for climbing, what you're going to see and experience in terms of the mental and emotional roller coaster. And yeah, here's to flash in pockets of resistance. Motherfucker, it's happening. It is fucking happening. I can't believe we're here. All right, y'all. Thank you. And keep a lookout for the New River Gorge recap where I will talk about all the things that happened during my trip. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.